today is Friday, October the 22nd, and you're listening to the Grains Matter Chatter podcast presented by North Gore Grains. I'm your host, Dolores Foster, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Mr. Jeffrey Guy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. So, Jeffrey, it's been a pretty busy week here. <laughs> Lots going on. Right in the middle of harvest. It would be nice if we just got a good period here to get all the beans off, but... Anyways, time will tell. <laughs> uh, give us a good stretch of nice, warm, dry weather would be great. Uh, unfortunately, the weatherman doesn't seem to be cooperating. The Lots of combines rolling earlier in the week. The trucks were flowing in. Well, probably every combine in the country was at beans or corn. And That's right. We had both dryers going a couple days here, which was great to see. It was, yeah. I'm not sure if it's the weatherman or Mother Nature that's not cooperating. Maybe, they, uh, maybe they're in on it together. <laughs> well, however it goes, so... Let's take a quick peek at the markets for the week. Uh, corn's up about $5. Soybeans flat down a dollar. Hard red spring wheat was the, the big gainer. Old crop up about $16. Uh, winter wheat's up uh, about $8 this year, next year. So that uh, not a lot. Actually, markets were very volatile. You know, last year we talked about volatility a lot, like last January, February, I think. And I think we've been talking about it ever since, too, Jeff. Well, it's, it went away for a while, but it's, you know, not big change. You look at soybeans, we were up a dollar, down a dollar for the week. So that's not, you'd say, oh, pretty flat. But uh, we had 20 cent swings. Uh, we did. 17 half cent up one day, 21 cents down the next day. Start Starting the morning, up 10 cents, end up down 5 cents for the day. So there has been some volatility in there. And uh, So what's what came out this week that's causing the volatility, Jeff? Well, a lot of nothing, really. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I hate to say that, but it's a lot of nothing. You know, Isn't that how it goes? Well, uh, one day they'll say, oh, it's going to rain in the Midwest, or it's raining, so the combines can't roll. So it's going to slow down harvest, but then they'll say, oh, but meanwhile, there were 7% above the five-year average or 10% above the five-year average already for completion of harvest. So, yeah, that's not really a valid reason to pull the markets or push them up. So let's pull them back down. And it's the markets looking for information. And where do we, does the market usually look for the biggest piece of information, not the USDA, from China. From China. The know? market trades on what China does, and it doesn't matter how reliable that information from China is. <laughs> you never believe the information, but the market trades on it. And uh, so I think today, Dolores, you were reading the one, uh, the DTN analyst. What was he saying about China right now? Well, they made the observation that China's way behind on their, their purchases for this fall. And he's expecting that China will show up here in the market in the next couple of weeks uh, to buy beans. Yeah, so it was just last week that we reported that China's harvest purchases or have been their purchases from the U.S. for the new crop were at the slowest pace since 2014. So all the analysts are talking about how China's just, they're slow. And when they, I think it was a week ago Friday, they did a purchase on Friday and the market rallied on Friday. Yeah. But it's, uh, so the market is looking for China to step up there, but we need them to step up for more than one day or two days. We need them to step up the way they did last year on the, like consecutively <laughs> 13 straight business days that they made yeah. sig significant purchases. So the do you think it has anything to do with what they purchased from France or is that just more affecting the, the corn exports? Well, that's the corn side. So I think the imports into China for corn at one time they were projecting 25 million tons or 26 or 30 million tons. 
then they're starting to get this feed wheat from France. They're talking about production in China, that it's higher this year, even though they were talking about flooding in the cornfields earlier. <laughs> so it's, you know, they talk out of both sides of their mouth. So that feed wheat from France definitely is hurting the corn market. That's hurting the corn imports into China. But it's really, I think, that soybean imports, do they, you know, like this analyst saying, they need the soybeans for protein for their hogs. Yep. That massive hog herd they have. and So they have to come to the market. Like, what else are they, do they... Is there anything else that maybe is causing them to not come to the market? Well, is it political? You know, or are they who knows? Are they playing that political game with the with the U.S. We know they are. They play it all the time. They always are. So let's just talk about soybeans there a little bit. So in the month of October, soybeans have gone down twenty eight dollars between a high or lower basis because of the higher Canadian dollar. That higher Canadian dollar again. Oil going higher. Oil is closed today. West Texas crude at $84 a barrel, like the highest in a long, long time. Our dollars hovering around 81 cents. That's hurt the basis. Chicago has pulled back this month. So soybeans are down $28 in the last month. And yet they're still closing here at $5.42. Yeah. So you look at that $28 and you think, geez, it's still a great price, but can I sell in a down market? Oh my God, it's come down this far. How can I sell right now? So... The analysts on DTN were saying they think it's going to go up because China's going to come to the market. But is it possible it can go down, Jeff? Of course. <laughs> of course. So markets, what goes up goes can come down. Uh, if, if China does not come back to the market in a big way, we could see another three weeks down another $28. Yeah. And true. like it's just it's hard to watch that bleeding. But if you believe that analyst... And what many people have thought, geez, maybe it might pay to store some soybeans for a month or two, you know. Uh, maybe put it in a target order. Target orders, <laughs> always great target orders. So it's it's truly, a, there's vol potential volatility in the soybean market. Let's say <laughs> lots of potential volatility in there. Yep. You know, and we look at some of those outside things that are hurting our markets too. You know, inflation's increasing all because of COVID. Not all, because the COVID excuses everybody has to increase inflation. We don't have supply of this. We don't have supply of that. Everything's going up. Uh, oh, I can't afford meat at the supermarket now. It's up. You know. Today, uh, actually, I was talking to someone. She said something interesting about how with inflation, COVID kind of just put a, a little jig in it. Right? Like everything was slotted to kind of come up here before COVID. And then COVID happened. And then she's... she's her opinion, I guess, was that now it's just going to keep going. Well, so inflation going higher, that puts pressure on the federal, like the Bank of Canada, the Federal Reserve in the U.S. to increase interest rates to, sure. which always seems funny. You're going to increase costs to make costs go down, but it's basically to slow down the economy. Sure. Um, you know, those things are, look like they're going to happen sooner or later. So there's... As always, lots of things affecting prices. We barely talked about wheat. Uh, yeah, so I, the wheat was the big, I guess, the big gainer here this week. Hmm. And there is plenty of de wheat demand around the world. Like we've talked about before, wheat's grown, what, 10 months out of the year around the world. Yeah. And there was a lot of production issues this year in, in many countries that grow it. France, Russia, our, ourselves, the U.S. Um, but one of the things that I was reading today that was interesting is 
wheat exports from the U.S. are, are down 20% from last year. So do you think that's a production issue or this, this analyst seemed to think it was a freight issue? Well, the freight spread because of increased costs this year, but uh, not even, you know, freight spread and the higher U.S. dollar making their exports more expensive around the world. And there's, we already talked about France and the extra feed wheat, so that's putting pressure. Russia, what their wheat tax, they have uh, keep increasing their tax on exporting wheat, so they have uh, more supply for the domestic market. Uh, the wheat market's another confusing market. Like it, it sure is. With decreasing supplies, you maybe should see higher prices, especially in the spring wheat, uh, mm -hmm. like we did this week for spring wheat, but uh, it can pull back fast. So every anyhow, everything's always volatility. It's great to see the combines did get rolling this week. Where there's even, we got a few customers combining corn around the country today. Coming yep. In. A couple so, of them switched over to corn, I guess, when it got a little wet, and so they're still rolling um, here. <laughs> trucks are rolling in. Uh, as always, combines are rolling. We're going to be open here, the elevator, and... Uh, yep, we'll be open all weekend. So that's all good, and we'll see what happens in the markets. Give us a call. Dolores said earlier about target pricing, on, especially in the soybeans and maybe corn. Oh, as I said about soybeans being down this month... Corn's only down $3 for the month. Soybeans are down $28. So it's... <laughs> Figure that one out. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be for next week. That's so. right. All right. Have a great weekend. Everybody have a great week. We'll talk to you next weekend. Thanks for now. Bye-bye.